All right, howdy. Welcome back to Windley Mania, the greatest podcast you never heard of, brought to you by the greatest band that you've never heard of, that band being Windley. You have to go to at Windley underscore band on all the socials to keep up with the world of Windley. 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 I'm the best in the world, and uh, Andrew Reidner. And with me, as always, man's best friend, a.k.a. finger-looking good, Devin Hopkins. (laughs) I thought about that. Guess where I thought about that? You were not at KFC because no, you hate I, KFC. I, I, yeah, I've, well, you despise I, KFC. That's a, no, a whole other story. I've, yeah, I've written off KFC. Um, they, I you used could to do treat, like a, you could do like a six part episode about your hatred <laughs> for KFC. Colonel Sanders, to me, you know, when this whole little thing I like to call life started out, he was a god, <laughs> and slowly. God turned his back on me <laughs> after so many cuts from the menu and so many changings of oh, popcorn herbs and chicken? spices. Come on, what are you guys doing? Yeah, it's, the it's it's ridiculous. I I have nothing but uh, disdain for that man now. And uh, but he I was, died though, right? So then who so didn't the, the colonel die? Yeah, but he's he's dead as shit. He's burning he's, in hell. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. so it was really the ones who took over who took this from you, right? Well, it's it's on this him in the, in the in a more spiritual sense. Oh, okay. Uh, he's still among us in, yes. in some way or another, and I don't like him. His spirit lives on. Yeah. But uh, so let's talk more about the lore of KFC. <laughs> what, what exactly? Um, what's the story here? Because I don't know enough. Um, Are we just gonna talk? Let's talk. Should KFC. we introduce? I'm thrown off completely. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm thrown off completely now. <laughs> should we properly get our lovely guests introduced? I, sorry, we should I, let them go I got, around. I got he- prematurely heated. Yeah, you don't sounds want... very disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's whatever floats yeah. your boat, man. We're we're not alone here in the storage unit, as I like to say. We have a special guest, uh, a band that uh, it's been around since 2019, correct? From yes, uh, Darlington, South Carolina. And uh, we're going to learn more about them. They're called Clean Sweep. Sweep. That's correct. Clean Sweep. Sweep. And we are not allowed to know how they got the name of the band. We're going to leave that up to the, to the one of the great mysteries of the world. Yes. And, Only the um, colonel knows. Because it's a mystery to them. <laughs> it's a mystery to them. But uh, I first saw Clean Sweep back uh, in January. They played with us at the Brick House. And it was fantastic. And they, they played Myrtle Beach uh, two more times after that. I saw them uh, the last time at Fresh Brood. But uh, Clean Sweep, let's go around the room and introduce everyone. Who are you? What do you do? Let's start. Yeah, they're all pointing at you. So I'm uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm Tanner. I'm the vocalist of the band. I'm Andy. I play bass. I'm Christian. I attempt to play guitar. Okay. Uh, my name is Joshua McDowell. I play drums. Hell yeah. Right on. So... Uh, it's how do you guys like there's so many questions i have but how did how did clean sweep start what was like your backgrounds and stuff did you guys know each other beforehand were were you playing other bands that's a tanner Um, question yeah so i was playing in a metalcore band and me and a buddy that is actually not in this band uh started clean sweep as like just a little acoustic side project um you know i ended up leaving this other band didn't do music for a long time and kind of my buddy he didn't want to do anything so i was just writing solo stuff um and i still using the name clean sweep eventually i met up with some guys that are actually not the band either uh, we started playing as a full band clean sweep um things didn't work out with those members and soon we got christian 
uh, when the other guys left, uh, we got Josh and Andy. So here we are today. Very solid lineup. Thank you. It seems like everything <laughs> led good, to the right group lineup. Of guys. Yeah. Good, good group of guys. Good group of guys. This guy's hanging out. Good things. Yeah. Couldn't ask for a better vibe in the practice room and on stage. Stuff. They're great dudes, great musicians. Yeah, you guys no. really do have like that that energy, and you guys tell you guys all lock in really well. Yeah. Well, like. I, we definitely don't play for the fucking money, right? If we did that, then, you know, <laughs> we probably wouldn't have been a band very long. But honestly, like, I love getting up with these guys, you know. Um, I've played in several bands, and I've never clicked with anybody like I clicked with these guys. So if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be doing this right now. Same. So are you all, all of you guys from Darlington? Or? Darlington, Florence area, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... I was privy to like a Florence scene that's uh, now being rejuvenated again, as we saw. Uh, now would be like a few weeks ago, but yeah, yeah they're starting back up. Yeah, 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 starting back up. Some hardcore but, uh, shows, metalcore shows. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but a Darlington scene when you know when <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not, it doesn't exist. It, does oh, not, it doesn't exist. No. Trust me, it does not exist. Really? No. 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 Are you got like what what goes on in Darlington besides the race? The, the, yeah. Besides yeah, the race, nothing. Yeah, as, nothing. as a caveat to what Tanner said though. They had started the band. My buddy Wes, who is the promoter for the radio room in Greenville, messaged oh, yeah. me and said, Hey, you know these guys, Clean Sweep out of Darlington? They just messaged me. I checked them out and I was like, Oh, these guys are great. This came out of Darlington. So that's actually kind of how I met Tanner was I messaged him about that. And then he said they needed a drummer and a bass player. And I was like, Well, I got the perfect bass player, Andy. So we all kind of got together and it. it it meshed well and uh, the chemistry's great and between us and the colonel we make it happen we make it and, happen uh, it's, it's all going great all the herbs and spices blend together very nice no, if, they, okay, no, if they were affiliated with him they, he would have let me known possibly and they wouldn't be here right so now. that's my that's my ploy andrew yeah you, yeah. you know i hate that this is we're, we're overthrowing <laughs> It's I mean, it's it's kind of too late now. You kind of thirteen herbs and spices they don't tell you about. It's on Reddit. Somebody posted a disgruntled employee. So in case you ever, in case you're getting off track, they're, they're giving out secrets, man. <laughs> the colonel, someone will come to your house from KFC and want to talk to you. Yeah, the secret ingredient is definitely not white pepper. Okay. Anyway, the Kentucky Fried Killer will be right there. <laughs> this whole episode is just end up being us Sponsored talking about KFC. KFC. <laughs> Watch it. Like, do you guys like KFC? Dude, I fucking hate KFC. Yeah, okay. It's so, always too greasy. I really haven't had it in a long time. So when I was 16, I went to one of my buddies' like birthday parties, and it was just like maybe four of us. But his aunt got like five buckets of KFC, and we fucked that KFC up. <laughs> oh, and it ruined it for Yeah, you. and then like we got drunk as shit afterwards. Okay. And one of this is no fucking lie. One of my buddies went outside to puke. And once he came back in, I had to puke, so I went to go puke where he puked, and there was a whole fucking chicken leg in his puke. <laughs> Bro puked up, a, like it. So okay, so like here's the thing about it though. Like I look back on it, it's like Bro probably didn't puke up a whole chicken leg. He probably like had the chicken leg in his hand and dropped it in his puke. But like, yeah, nobody, that's not, the story that's not a fun fucking story. No, Bro, bro puked the whole fucking chicken leg up. <laughs> Yeah, you can go with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No bone, though, of course. No, no fucking bone, everything. You see, that would be very, like, he's, he's attempting to eat the bone. I mean, he could have been, I mean, he was drunk. Who knows? Yeah, What's true. the statute of limitations on underage drinking? <laughs> you just, like, God. I mean, but to be fair, there's so much grease in a KFC chicken leg, the bone loses, like, 
it's you like know, yeah, it's like just rubber at that yeah. point. It's like I mean, a mush. yeah, Ooh, someone yeah. needs to stop them. I think that's why. That's why I've gathered you, gathered you all here today. No, but okay. So, but Darlington, nothing going on. What, where would you? Where would you guys play? Would you go, try to go out of town, or would, would is there something there? A story about that, actually. Okay. So we play. So there's a guy in Darlington, um, and he's been in a bunch of bands. But anyways, he's part of like this motorcycle club. So he hits me up one day, and he's like, "Hey." my club's getting together having this big event there's gonna be hundreds of people you know you guys want to come out and play and like if you know our music you know probably we're not going to go over very well with a group of bikers but we were like fuck it we never get to play in darlington it could be cool we get there and there's like 10 people <laughs> you know there's but um, i always love the promise of hundreds of people it's yeah, like, yeah this show's <laughs> gonna be great there's gonna be so many yeah, hundreds people. of bikers yeah, yeah. yeah. so we get there and there's like that. 10 people there and they have a metal building uh-huh. uh that we set up under yeah that's great for sound like exactly sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we uh we get about three songs into their our set and they're like Hey, can you move outside? <laughs> so, how do you tell like, a band they suck without telling them they suck? Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> so we we're like, you know what? Nobody's really listening. We're just gonna go home. You know, whatever. We weren't getting paid or anything. And then before we know it, we're being swarmed by all these bikers. Or well, these ten bikers. One biker no equates to at least three or four right. people. Yeah. So like intimidation. the ten bikers and the bartender start okay. grabbing our shit and taking it outside. No, oh, they're helping. Yeah, they're helping. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're it's helping. like, it's like <laughs> they're talking about it. Like they're talking to him, and they're I'm just watching, and they're going back and forth. And I, I just hear what the one lady, the bartender, is like, "All right, everybody, let's help them. Let's help them set up outside." And they all swarm there, help. Helping, helping us, quote unquote, helping us, you know, and everything to get outside. And I'm like, okay, I guess we have no other choice. You know, we can't go home. <laughs> we have to finish the set. Yeah. So, like, the one uh, guy that invited us, obviously, he was there. It's super great guy, by the way. Not talking shit about him. Love you, Michael. But nonetheless, he was like the only one sitting there listening, you know, so it was really awkward. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, we don't play Darlington shows anymore. <laughs> no, but you still hail from there. I mean, still, yeah, still I mean, it's where you come. I, from. I feel like we've kind of moved to saying we're from Florence since. Yeah, three of three out of four of us yeah. live in Florence. Yeah, so. we we cl- I claim Florence because yeah. yeah, I've lived there the longest. Yeah. But yeah. You know, yeah. I spent 18 years in Darlington. That was enough. Yeah, I mean, but it's more quirky to say we're from Darlington. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's no... like that's what got my attention yeah. Yeah. the first yeah. time. Was like Darlington, and then like your website. It says something along the lines of like a, the Darlington emo scene. <laughs> what? what? Who put that on our website? I don't know. Something along those lines, and I was like, the emo <laughs> scene. We all five of us. Here we are. It's it. alive and well. It's in this room. <laughs> There's one. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't you gonna do a zine from when you lived in Elgin oh, yeah, about yeah. all the all the yeah. bands that played there? You when, should do something about how thriving the Darlington emo scene yeah, is. Yeah, I was I was gonna yeah. do this when I was going to school in Columbia. I lived you guys know where Elgin is? Yeah. So yeah. you guys have been through Elgin? I no, talked to a girl from Elgin one time. Okay. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh I was gonna make yeah, a fake zine talking about like this emerging punk scene in elgin south carolina <laughs> and just make up a bunch of like fake like bands and just yeah 
They played at the Bojangles by the IDA. It's like, it's <laughs> well, it's not Bojangles, Christian. You told me uh, Dale Jr. is a big emo fan, so I bet when he comes through Darlington, he's looking for the emerging emo oh, band. Man. He yeah. actually, yeah, he, he was is. at a show. He is. He's an Angels fan. He was at the Angels, Angels Airways show that we were yeah, at. Yeah. 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 He's a tiny moving parts fan. Yeah, he like, he'll like talk me. to those bands on his podcast and stuff, too, I'm pretty sure. I'm man Tom DeLong, a great guy, man. Shut up. Man Tom DeLong, Dale, he's right here. Holy shit. Bojangles biscuit and some angel in airwaves, man. Ain't nothing like it. <laughs> I'm not shitting on Dale. Dale, I'm sure he's a great guy. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Dude, I hang out with him and eat Bojangles and listen to angels all day. Feels like I'm right here for an with hour, him right now. He's for an hour or two. Yeah, go yeah. fast, though. Are we going to go fast? Go what fast. About, would you eat KFC and mm. listen to angels with him, though? Mm. I got stuff to do. Yeah. I don't, think he, I don't think he would. Yeah. I don't think he would betray his heritage like that. Yeah. It's true. So, uh, let's, uh, what's, what's, do you guys just play a uh, guitar or, and bass, or do you guys do like multi instrumental stuff? Funny like, story uh, about that. Our, our most recent show, Josh, would well, you want to tell him what you hopped on, what instrument you hopped on from behind the kit? So, our latest single, Stay, stay available on all streaming services. services. <laughs> Listening all the um, way here, by the way. We had, it's kind of an acoustic, kind of a ballady tune and it does get big at the end uh with full band and drums we were trying to think of a way to promote the single but also to be able to play it live so i have an accordion that i haven't played in many years because i at one point i was kind of playing with a band and kind of a folky group and a guy in the band said I've got an accordion in the uh, in the closet back there, and we thought, oh, that would be cool to put on this. So that guy ended up leaving the band. I bought an accordion to play with that band, and uh, it's, it's also sat in my closet for about five years. And so, Tanner, well, we've got a, like a keyboard part that kind of is in the background of, of our new single, Stay, available on all streaming services. And I said, you know, I've got this accordion. I don't know the buttons. I'm going to be transparent. I don't know what all the buttons do. I know they're obviously chords, but the keys part, I know. I know some little piano, so that's always my cheat code. Play the keys yeah. part, and you just have to get the bellows right. And uh, I'm doing a sweeping motion with my arms. This it's is a pretty part. clean this is sweeping not a motion. Yes, yeah. a clean sweep. It's a very clean sweep clean motion. Sweep motion that's here. where the band name came from. I love that. We're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> and so we said, let's let's maybe I can adapt this uh, keys part to accordion. So we we were aristocrat in Columbia a couple of weeks ago, and we brought shout the out bombardier. Shout out bombardier. And middle tooth. Shout out Tom Cruise middle tooth. And <laughs> who are these characters? What? They're, they're uh, some local Columbia bands. Uh, is that, is that yeah. why they're called Middle Tooth? Because of Tom Cruise's it Middle is. Tooth? Yeah, it is. Actually, it actually dead ass. Like this, was yeah. my, this was my theory, and I confirmed it with the band at our last show. Because um, I've seen them like on yeah. flyers and stuff. I was like, Middle Tooth. So I kind of kept the accordion hidden all night behind the drum set. And as soon as Tanner started playing the acoustic guitar, brought it out. And Dude, it was it was a cool so little moment. The it was really line. loud though. Listen back to the playbacks. It was it was really loud. The accordion was really loud, but not loud enough to block out the light. One drunk chick there was like, "Is that a fucking accordion?" 
<laughs> was she upset that there was an accordion? No, my I don't like, know. She was drunk. Yeah, like, I think like, blew her mind. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. she was just like, "Holy shit, a band playing an accordion!" Wow. What? Like, you could have pop. It could have pulled out a flute. <laughs> and they, they wouldn't have been as surprised as they were when he pulled out that accordion. Yeah. Like, and I think that was kind of the thing. Is, is, it's very novel. And when you pull that out of the show, it is kind of a like a, oh, how do you, yeah. you know, how do you enhance this acoustic song where you bring out an accordion halfway through and get everybody, anybody who was like, well, I'll go get a drink because it's an acoustic song. Now they're right back in. It pulled them back in. Yeah, you, should a, make, you should make that a bit. Every time y'all play that song, you have a different instrument. I like that. Yeah. Or just play the accordion throughout the accordion. more songs. Oh, yeah. Play the accordion and drums at the same time. Even doing our heavy songs. Like accordion roulette. You just don't yeah. know what song. <laughs> you don't know when it's going to come out. But yeah. Listen to accordion out on Slobberknocker. That'd be fun to watch. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'd have to do four we'll on the floor. Start yeah. You'll start. Yeah. yeah. Play the lead on the accordion instead of the guitar. Funny story. One time in Hartsville, we played a Frets and Necks Fest with an old band I was with. I was playing accordion. I actually got offered a job uh, at an Italian restaurant to come and play accordion. I said, no, it's not that serious. I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to come play your Italian restaurant for four hours on a Friday. But anyway, that's a side note. Um, but a lot of us are multi-instrumentalists. Uh, my main instrument is actually guitar, then drums, then way, way in the back accordion. Um, yeah. Andy certainly is a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, what do you do? I can kind of play guitar. He's really good. Kind of. He's really good. I know a few chords. He's a twinkle daddy. (laughs) Twinkle daddy. I am far and away the worst guitar player in the band. I want that on record. Why are you on guitar? Because that's the only thing I can play. They keep me around because I tell funny jokes. Christian's amazing. They keep me around because I tell funny jokes. It's the Dale Jr. There we go. There we go. Yeah, no. Tanner, you play what? So, I mean, I play mainly just guitar and sing. A little bit of piano. Played banjo one time. Oh but, yeah, yeah. That was How'd kind that go? of fun. not good, but <laughs> it was fun though. Like I mean, I, so like I just found like the basic chords on banjo and mandolin, and then I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna be in a bluegrass band." So I put it down and never picked it back up again. But <laughs> I actually, I sold. It was this like this really rock. old four string banjo that a friend gave me. And I think I sold it for like thirty bucks. You profited. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> that's that's hey, man, that was a family heirloom. You by chance still have it? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually worth like three thousand dollars, and I'd oh, like to shit. get some. I'd like to get some coin for that if I can. That would suck. A Civil War relic. Civil War relic. <laughs> oh God. So, uh, who writes the tunes? Who? How do you guys come together to make Colonel. tunes? <laughs> Colonel? Our colonel right there. Uh, I guess, yeah. Um, colonel that, Tanner's. That's, that's you for people not keeping up. Yeah, yeah. Colonel if you Tanders. skip the first part of the <laughs> podcast. Um, so, yeah, actually, a lot of these songs I wrote maybe 10 years ago. Mm. Like, Stick Around was a 2014 song. Wow. Um, and I, I mean, there's new ones too, but. It was kind of cool with Clean Sweet because I had all these songs that I'd wrote away from bands and stuff I never did with, you know, I never did anything with them. And, uh, you know, these guys came along and kind of made them awesome. So it was cool to see those songs come to life. And obviously we wrote some new stuff, but yeah, I'm probably primary songwriter. Okay. Do you do you usually send the song out like individually? Or you just present it at like your practice space? A little bit of both. Uh, uh, I would say more recently... Um, I maybe come in with an idea, you know, a song that's not written yet, and uh, something I've never had with 
bands is everybody kind of contributing in the songwriting. I've, all, I've always been the primary songwriter. So it's been really cool to be with some like-minded guys that can take a stupid idea that I have and turn it into something fucking awesome. So, mm. you know, that's really cool. Well, how do you think that changes uh, some of the stuff you're making now that, as opposed to being by yourself and working with other people? Like, what? It makes it not shitty anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the main one. No, it, um, so I think what's so cool is, like, we all draw from different influences. So I might come in with something that sounds like a little shitty emo tune. And, okay. you know, Josh brings in these driving drums and Christian writes this badass breakdown riff. And out of nowhere, we've got a clean sweep song. It's no longer a Tanner song. So, you know, just drawing from all those influences really make a difference. Okay. Well, who do you, if it's everything different, who do you guys each like try to pull from like influence, like influence wise? For me, it depends on like who's my favorite artist of like the week or the month. I guess oh, okay. you could say I'm kind of really impressionable. Like he can, like honestly, if I bring a riff to these guys, they can kind of tell who I've been listening to that week. Hmm. Um, if I bring in something that's a little bit more upbeat, you know, they'll say, "Okay, he's been listening to some. He's been listening to Blink." You know, or I'll bring in something else, and they'll say, "Okay, that's a little shoegazy. You know, it's a little, it's, it's dirtier, but it's a little more melodic and it's very full sounding." Okay, so they're like, "Okay, maybe something like Super Heaven or something." That, but okay. so it really just depends for me at least I, I'm just really impressionable by what I'm listening to and I think I draw from like a lot of the old school emo bands I guess you say old school kind of like Yellow Card and Dashboard that's old school you know. now by the way that is old school, <laughs> old school yeah. by the way just a side note on that on the radio at work like we play the classic rock station and they play Green Day on the classic the rock classic. station what, what Green Day like basket case that's considered classic yeah. rock wow. now that that happened when Love um i had the van that we rented for the weekend run and i couldn't like hook my phone up to listen to what i wanted so i just had it on wave 104.1 the classic rock station they were playing all the small things i was like what oh, oh, yeah it really now. hurt me this is where we are <laughs> you no, know they, yeah so we um we played a show in columbia with bombardier and middle tooth a couple months ago and I realized we were the oldest guys there. Damn. You know, like that was that was kind of a shock to me. And a lot of our music kind of draws back from like that early 2000s emo scene where mm -hmm. they're probably a little more like into the whole indie scene, like current indie scene, you know. And like I called Christian. I was like, dude, we're fucking old. Like we're going to go up here. <laughs> And it's going to be like we're playing with, like, Knuckle Puck and fucking the story so far. They're fucking old bands now. Damn it. Anyways. and <laughs> we're new, ba new newfangled bands. Yeah, it's like we're playing with They're doing a them, cover. And then just for the shits and giggles, you throw Striper in there. We're fucking Striper. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, striper? It's Striper. This yeah, is offensive just, to me because I know how much older I am than y'all you guys. Oh, hush. Oh, those Striper guys live in Myrtle, so... Do they really? Do they really? really? Yes. Hell with yeah. the devil. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out Striper. So, and get Striper on the pod sometimes. We gotta yeah. go. They're within yeah. reach. I got yeah. trouble for, in Sunday Talk school as a kid for quoting that he quoted that i was like this is the perfect place to quote <laughs> they have their own bibles they have their own by bibles. the way no disrespect to striper i was just saying we're old striper's great <laughs> but, yeah but going back yeah. to that they're old i think old. the first band they covered taking back sunday as soon as we got there so i was like dude see like we're not we're middle tooth old. yeah so yeah. we knew we knew we it's were like, good these guys are great you guys did yellow card when y'all played here and people got it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was oh, happy. Yeah, I was they, happy. They yeah. popped yeah. up. We knew they would. That you was... guys also did uh, the the time after time. Yes, you did that, that too. Badass. That was fucking sick. You like that one? That yeah. one was so. <sighs> I think that's our most well received. Yeah, cover. Our, we should yeah. probably keep playing that. <laughs> I just always assumed that was a very popular cover tune. And a, but apparently it's not as common as I thought it was no. because every time we play it, people are just like, "Wow!" Like I didn't realize. Okay, wow! Like they're they're really impressed and they say it sounds really, they're really ready to hear it. Like they hasn't been they haven't heard a ten yeah. other bands play it in the past. Month. I can't well, think like, of. It seems yeah. like it would have been on one of those like punk goes pop compilations or something like that. But I don't think anyone ever touched it. Well, I, I feel like it's. Head. You guys should do it. You guys should record it. <laughs> we have talked about recording. We have talked. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's such a fine line with covers when you're an original band, right? Because it's like you want to play these really obscure covers, but mm. nobody's going to get it, you know? This so, guy. This guy's, this yeah. guy's got to I'm always like, suggesting shit they don't want to play. Yeah, should we do that My Buddy Valentine cover? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's it's kind of... Also, like, you don't want to go up and play something that's been beat to death because exactly. nobody's going to remember that, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, that uh, that's been... a an issue trying to find like good covers because we always thought damn it was a good cover you know and, and then costum mm. was like honestly if you guys want to play time after time and just play damn it i wouldn't have gave a fuck about you guys and i was like oh okay. see i <laughs> forgot that y'all, i forgot that y'all played damn it at that show until just now well that's the thing yeah so done but yeah when you do time after time yeah. then all of a sudden it's memorable and i think we should record it because i would welcome cindy lauper's lawyers to send us a cease and desist because then that would mean we have reached a new level of you print that on a t-shirt yeah, we print that print on that a t-shirt. yeah we print it out and, and sell wall, it dude. and and i think we do an, an interesting enough cover of it. it's not like a you know when we do damn it it's it, it's a note by note cover of damn it whereas with time after time we we put our spin on it and there's, there's no synthesizers there's no uh, drum machine 808 it's, it's our thing that we do it's very stripped down garagey and i appreciate it yeah. it sounds awesome yeah I'm by the way i've you know just uh pointing out the steve austin figurine in here there is a um, steve austin figurine. so everybody knows what the slobber knocker reference is yeah. yes good yeah. old jr you guys have a yeah. song called slobber knocker we do yeah. yeah um huge wwe fan by the way our former wwe i'm a recovering wwe fan <laughs> okay. but uh anyways um you know we put the the little jr soundbite yeah in slobber knocker and we were all kind of worried at first we're like what if WWE sends us like a cease and desist and we have to take the song down? <laughs> and it's kind of like, if they do that, yes, I'm fucking hanging that on my wall. Right? That's becoming my MySpace profile picture. Like, you know. My, I think, you say MySpace? <laughs> yeah. You still, you still rocking MySpace? We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Clean yeah. sweet. We're Add back. Us and Justin Timberlake, we're bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. right on. You can Guess actually go stream slobber knocker on myspace it's oh, nice nice that's uh, actually i put the winley stuff on myspace a couple years ago i haven't checked on it i don't know who's listening <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a message right now waiting you got some friend request mate. nobody try to stream slobber knocker on myspace it's not on there this oh. is just this is just a bit i promise you <laughs> i'm i'm being d- completely serious can you, you can, you I, was, well, I was like does yeah. anything come I was listening there and you yeah, can you go there can you i haven't been on it years. i haven't been on it let me see right now can we go you can i tried it Connect yeah. in here. Oh, that's right. I okay. tried it a couple months ago on my, yeah. Crappy. You get on the Wayback Machine and look it up. Oh yeah. 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 Oh man. Could be thirteen and think I remember. Real can I talk about the first time I was conflicted as a young uh, child? Was I think it was WrestleMania three, and Hulk Hogan faced the Ultimate Warrior, Ooh, and that was, a good one. that was the first time in my life I was like, I don't know who to root for. 
Mm. I'm very conflicted <laughs> right now. And for the first time in my life, I think that was six. Or was seven. that six? Yeah. It was. It was an early one. I remember my grandpa would always. We had a guy who would get the pay per views and we would record them on a VHS mm-hmm. so we could save them for later. You know. And I remember always being a Hulk Hogan fan, but then Warrior was like my number two guy. But then it was mm. like, who do I root for? Because like there was no clear heel there. And then Ultimate Warrior ended up winning on like kind of a sketchy thing at the end. And then I remember wishing he wasn't a one. So I guess it was really not conflicted <laughs> ultimately. But it was it, it, in my tiny uh, seven year old brain that was a that was a tough day for you. It was a tough day. Yeah. It was I mean, a tough it's day. well documented. He was a huge like douche, right? Isn't oh, it, like, Ultimate like, Warrior. Both of them, really. Yeah, both yeah, of Ultimate them. Warrior, especially Warrior. There's a lot coming out recently. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a wrestlers are kind of dumb. Yeah, they're all dumb. If you want to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're dumb. They'll t- I feel like some of them will tell you that that uh, yeah, it's pretty stupid that I, uh, you know, leave my house for a week and uh, hurt myself, but uh, and try to whore myself out for money with t-shirts. But it's a lot of money though. Yeah, but I mean, what they lack in IQ, they that. make up for a muscle mass. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> some of them. <laughs> Y'all seen the wrestler with Mickey Rourke? Oh, the movie! Yeah, yeah, the, the movie. Yeah, the, it's really good. It's a really good film. If you haven't seen it, did y'all see the Iron Claw trailer? I have not. Oh, it's about the, the Von Erich yeah. family. Oh, dude, I was watching Dark Side of the Ring. The yeah. upset about them, dude. It's a tragedy. Yeah, man. it's just crazy the, the what curse. happened with them. That family was cursed. It's depressing. Like, I, my, my girlfriend doesn't. She does not care for wrestling, but she'll watch those shows with me. And she's like, "Just ooh, can we put on another episode?" And she watched that one, and it almost had her in tears. She's like, "It's just so sad." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm interested to see like what the general reaction is going to be to that movie. Just because it's like this, this is what happens with this with this business that's been around for a long time. Is it, it's shit yeah. like this, and then there's even you know deeper uh, rabbit holes of stories. But I, I don't even know if like with because it's always been that way. Anytime wrestling gets in a in a, in a sticky spot in like the the mainstream like you can even look back at like the benoit stuff or even last year with or the year before with all the you know the big man stuff mm-hmm. i mean no one really gives a shit because it's, it's wrestling but it's like a very real like some of the shit that happens is like a very real thing mm-hmm. and sometimes there isn't consequence i don't know it's it's a whole it's a whole uh discussion we're talking about clean sweep <laughs> but as a last note on that, what if they bring the Colonel to WWE? <laughs> the Colonel? Didn't they do Didn't like, they do a, like a yeah. He was a downloadable character in one of the games. No I'm shit. No they, shit. Was, I remember there was like a commercial uh, with him in it. And Kurt was Angle like, was the Colonel. Kurt, Kurt oh, Angle. Yeah. Kurt okay. Angle was because mm. it was when they mm. kept getting different celebrities to be oh, him in the commercial. Yeah. Like they had Jim Gaffigan. They had Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald. Okay, bit. that sounds familiar. Yeah. I was watching some Norman Dial stuff earlier and they brought it Anyway, genius. <laughs> but like I think in there was like a it was like part of Monday Night Raw. They had Kurt Angle as um the Colonel. I think a different week it was somebody else. But I think he was a downloadable character in one of the games for for a little bit. I don't remember which one. You could probably find someone probably made him also. You can download those oh, too. I'm sure. Yeah. What do you guys uh, think about fried okra? You for it? Uh, fried okra. Yeah. <laughs> this is how our practices go. I'm telling you. Yeah, this, I feel like everybody's gonna it. know a lot about like Just WWE 
and fried food, but very little about clean, clean sweep <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> well, I was going to ask a question, but now we got to talk about fried okra. <laughs> I don't want to feel it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer, I like, that's uh, the only way I, the, I eat I'm for okra. It. Yeah, I fuck with it. I like right. the seared the the seared okra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If it's cut real thin, though, if it's cut too thick, is yeah, it gets too slimy. What am I thinking of? What's the stuff? The it's okra, right? It could be. I don't know. Someone made me these like green things and they seared them and I was like, this is fucking good, dude. Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are good. Yeah. 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 Far city, I'm, not, I'm not good at vegetables. Um, <laughs> I'm not great at them either. It's no. gonna <laughs> it's gonna hurt me one day. Yeah. But so far I'm doing okay. But uh Clean Sweep has a plethora of uh singles out. Um did you guys like record all those at the same time you guys have been slowly releasing them or like what's that's the, a great question yeah so uh rookie mistake on our end how many songs is, are you guys have out right now it was so it's like six or have, seven we recorded 12 last <laughs> <laughs> june okay so yeah so june rookie mistake on our end right and i think we have probably about five or six songs out right now yeah. i don't know last time i counted but so. so we were pretty much doing like single after single when we first started. We had three singles out there. And then we're like, yeah, we're going to go record a 12 track, you know, just because everybody wants to record an album. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was summer of 21, summer of 21. And after pre-production, uh, the original members of Clean Sweep split up. Mm-hmm. So... It was just Christian and I left, and Josh and Andy hadn't joined on yet. Um, so we were kind of in like this weird limbo where everybody had to learn the material and then grow the material. Um, but we just wrapped up recording in March, Feb- April. It was about a month before we dropped Slobber Knocker, so it was somewhere April. earlier this year. Um, we've got 12 tracks that. Are not going to be in an album uh we don't know how we're going to release them yet it's kind of still a work in process but i think it'll be it'll be cool it at least gives us some stuff to you know put out while we're working on new material hmm. that's really cool so let's get the yeah. windley thought on this because we've been we've been debating this because oh, we're the terrible people to ask <laughs> about so if you look at our spotify it'll say 2018 and then it says 2022 so like <laughs> it's amazing how quickly those breaks go by right yeah yeah and, and I'm, I'm an old head. I'm, I'm, I'm 40, full transparency. And I'm from the album decade of, of people who... I love albums. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- always thought in my mind, well, you, this is pre-streaming. You, you pour all your heart and soul into a album of a collection of songs. Mm-hmm. You, you birth that into the world, and then you take what happens. But now that streaming has come along... It's changed the game uh, entirely. So you think is yeah. is it better to, you know, just kind of trickle out single after single, which we've done, which we've agreed that's probably the way to do it. But then after you release these singles, I noticed Blink has done this with their new stuff. After you drop these singles, do you then uh, drop them into a EP once they're released? Do you like subcategorize so, them after the fact, or do you? Is it better to release like one single with a couple of songs tacked on that aren't maybe singles? What are you guys' thoughts? This is what I've learned. And if you want to cut this out, you can. But they ask, so I'm going to answer. Okay. <laughs> For the little bit of knowledge I know, which I learned from Jimmy, by the way, because that's what he's doing with Turnfort stuff. You can waterfall your single releases into an EP. 
and then you can move that EP into the album later. That's mm-hmm. one way to do it. But like I think that's kind of like the musical like business norm nowadays, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to like do like singles to an EP, like do EP releases because you got to keep people's attention. Like, yeah. People aren't going to sit down with a whole album. Yeah. Not I will sit down with anymore. a full I, album. Yeah, I, I love a full there's album. There's definitely yeah. still an audience yeah. for full albums. There's, a, there's an audience like for full albums, yeah. but like in the sense of like trying to grow your band and keep a bunch of people's attention and try to grow it, you got to like spit out the singles and do it that way. Yeah, you do got to play the pretty game, lame yeah. you got to play the game for yeah. it yeah you which do. by the time this is out we've probably got a song or two out and Sweet. i'm sure the ep's announced by the time this is released but nice you can check awesome. that stuff out if if it's out but yeah check it out <laughs> but check out new Endley. that's what we'll be doing we're doing a single release then another single release and when that second one comes out it'll be tacked onto the first mm-hmm. and then when the whole shit drops it'll all be like those will that'll be it'll be all together because you can use the same code and it'll keep all your numbers and shit like that. That was the dumb guy explanation for it. I can tell nah, you. that was great, buddy. <laughs> I can tell you though. I can tell you people to talk to that'll give you a smart guy explanation about it. That was kind of that our thoughts too, honestly. <laughs> since we had twelve songs, we're like, hey, we've got a few singles out. You can, can we s- group these as an EP and then do the same thing for the next. Yeah, I mean, if you want to like new stuff. If you want to like keep like a consistent like release thing, you can split that into two EPs, or you can just fuck, say fuck it. I want to have an album out, drop the album. Well, you know, and, and like that's kind of what I've been battling with, right? Because yeah. like, I've I guess my motto has never been I don't really want to do this like a full time job, right? I just love playing music, yeah. Right? I, I have a passion for the craft, and every now and yeah, every now and then I catch myself kind of getting lost in the sauce of it all. You know what I mean? Like I know exactly it's like got to stream, 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 stream. You yeah. know, we got to make X amount of posts, and then I'm like, I fucking hate this. I thank you, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah I just let I, Devin do it. I yeah, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks, and I hate it a lot. Yeah, but it, like it's a necessary evil if yeah. you want to grow your brand, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like also at certain points, you also have to remember, hey, why am I? Doing why am I this? doing this? You know, yeah. like. Am I doing this just to rack up a shit ton of streams, or am I trying? You know, am I trying to go out with my friends, play music, have a good time? And I have to have people like Andrew level me sometimes, because you told me like when we were driving last week, you're like, yeah, I just we just as I said, I've always looked at it like I do this so we can leave the house and have fun together. Right. <laughs> there we and go. That's like, that take that's great. Like, and Garrett told me the re- like his reason for it, and it's like I gotta have these guys level me because I get into my head about it. So I right. know exactly where you're coming. Devin, from. what's it like playing bass in every Myrtle Beach band? I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can really say is I'm tired. You feel that? Uh, you feel that? Andy's got yeah. a similar. Yeah, Andy is bass players. You guys are. Uh, you got other bands now? Yes. Oh um, shit! Not really playing any shows with the other one, but you know. It's something thing. in the works yeah very cool yeah, yeah now nah, growing up in florence like i think i started i joined my first band like 2010 2012 mm-hmm. something like that and i've been in bands off and on since then so who's your favorite bass player i don't know i, I like getty lee a lot getty lee rules i mean that's it's a good answer it's a great answer yeah. good answer also tim from rage against the machine like i just love those heavy grooves oh yeah yeah and shout For out sure. mike todd because you know Oh yeah, Mike fuck Todd, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, Mike Todd. Yeah. How you feel about Zach greats. Super Duper Cooper? Love Zach Cooper, but I don't know. Those first few records, man, they're kind of untouchable to me. Like especially the first three, I don't know. It's fair. Yeah, I get that. But no, most Cahoot I love. So. 
I scouted Andy out at the Cootie Hut back in like 2012. <laughs> the Cootie Hut. Found him. And I was like, I need oh, this guy the in my hut. band. The Cootie Hut. Hold on. The, the leg- Cootie Hut. The legendary. Yeah. Uh, I heard y'all talking Florence about this Vinny. outside and I didn't know what it was. So the Cootie Hut is a Florence staple. If anyone from Florence is listening, you'll know the Cootie Hut. So back in the 90s and early 2000s, and it still exists to this day. So the building. Like, the building. The building. So yes. there is a place near the airport in Florence where the uh, VFW is. And around the VFW are all these smaller uh, buildings, like the Knights of Templar and uh, the uh, the Shriners and stuff Shriners like that. Like veterans, like there's a building that was in charge of the Order of the Cootie. Now, what that actually <laughs> really that's, that's, like, a, that's a legit. What well, this is legit. So, so what is part of the VFW? It's part of the VFW Greater Complex, and it was a way. For veterans to go play cards with each other and get away from their wives, like and, Korean War vets, I think. Yeah, they're hanging out, yeah. hanging out with their bros, and it, it's a small, it's a small building, uh, probably about the size of the the end, the back end of Fresh Brood, mm-hmm. and it's just an empty room. There's a bathroom and a kitchen, and it's concrete floors, and they would let people rent it out for shows. And so over the years, many, many legendary Florence shows and infamous shows have happened at the Cootie Hut. And you could rent it out for 100 bucks, and then Damn. I think it was like <laughs> 200 bucks or whatever uh, over the years. And it would change hands a few times. It would get shut down. Somebody wouldn't want to rent it anymore, and then somebody else would kind of get busted for underage drinking. Get busted, always it, busted it would, for underage. The cops would show months. up, and it would ruin the show, and everybody would scatter. Um, but it was like the really the only place you could go if you were underage and wanted to go see a show. Um, but a lot of a lot of people have played there over the years. Um, I'm just thinking of. of I remember like one of the shows I went to was Sent by Ravens and Harry and the Potters played. I've been in a, I've been in a lot of bands that have played there um, over the years, but um, it's no longer there. But um, well, how did we get on the Cootie Hut? But that's why I found Andy there. Yeah, you found. Yeah, Andy was playing there with Blue Bolt. Which, by the way, I think we should. like I'll go on change.org and start a petition <laughs> to bring petition. the cootie hut back. Bring back the cootie hut. Bring back you know, the cootie, yeah. Bring back the we cootie. We want the hut. cootie. Bring the cootie. So actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Ethan Lewis, uh, he has been trying to get the cootie hut back, but really? like hell no. Shout out Ethan. Shout out Ethan. He's doing a lot for Florence right now. Hottest show we've ever played mm. was okay. at his, the house show. So uh Devin, I know you were at that house. Yes. But you got to play it in October. Yes. Which was probably pleasant. Well, the, <laughs> other than the, the, that's where we were last week. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. you were there too, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah he was, was filling in with the okay. band. Yeah. So, nice. you, I mean, you saw, like, it's a pretty small area to play in, right? Pack yeah, about, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, pack about 30 people in there, right? Which doesn't sound like a lot, but in that, in that small room, space, yes. yes. It's about as big as where we are now. Yeah, and it's also, right. July. like, july and 100 degrees outside mm. yeah i didn't think about that no yeah that's uh it was brutal yeah. you know we fun i was i was comfortable fun. the whole time too Man, even when i was not i was not comfortable <laughs> we uh so we had like a 20 minute set and we played stick around as our opening song and we were going into letdown afterwards and i just remember going into the song and going 
And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> you know, so somehow we made it through the set. But, dude, that is the hottest show I've ever played. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. brutal. And uh, yeah. I'm not going to say I'm never going to play that house again. But I will Maybe never play it in the middle yeah. of July <laughs> <laughs> before sunset. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was drumming in there, and I'll try to look out for Tanner since I also have a mic. And I'll try to, if he's... If I see he's, you know, Tanner really gets into it. He's a great front man. He's, he's, he's giving all the energy up there. And so I'll try to always be on the lookout if, if he's, if I need to catch a, if he needs catch a, a breath. Yeah, catch yeah. a breath. So I tried to jump in at one point towards the end. And I remember thinking, I don't have breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also am without breath right now. <laughs> and we made it through. I remember just thinking, we just got to get through this song. We got to get through this song and then the next song and, we we made it, yeah. It's the longest twenty minutes set. That was the longest ever. twenty minutes set ever. I'm glad we didn't play forty minutes set that day because we would not have been able to. Those just those shows that are just extra hot are always the most brutal. But yeah, shout out to the only people in the Florence scene. That's Hell great. Yeah. Thanks, Ethan. Yeah. Thanks, Bashiva yeah. guys. Thanks a lot. And, uh, Who are doing great now, by the way. Thank God they're back. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a band from Connecticut who came to play that same night, and the drummer almost died. Damn. We. We had to to uh, fan him and pour ice on him because they were not used to that smoke and uh, that heat. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot. So, but yeah, shout out those guys doing great things. Um, we love that anything's happening in Florence at all because it, it notoriously does not. That's really cool. That's really cool that y'all have something building back up in your neck of the woods, so you don't always have to drive like hours to to go play a show. Yeah, but well, we love the Myrtle Beach scene. I just wanted to say while we're here. Oh, dude, we talk about it all the time. We love Myrtle Beach. We love Fresh Brood and the Brick House and and the whole scene here. Everybody's been so great to us. You guys and uh, Jimmy and Fresh Brood crew and everyone who's come out to our shows. It's great to see people who. They know the words. They're buying our shirts. They're yeah. interacting with I'll, us. I'll tell you guys, like, one of the best feelings in the world I've had playing in Myrtle Beach, right? So every show that I've, we've ever played, because it's always been out of town, and the ones that were in town were like our friends coming to support us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people that we've invited, because there's not really a scene in Florence. Uh, when we play out of town, it was people there to see the other bands and you know people who just happened to be at the bar that night whatever the second time we played in myrtle beach you know people showed up with clean sweep shirts people we didn't know you know mm-hmm. and that was fucking incredible that's awesome that's cool yeah. it, you know like that's i don't think you can really you know not a lot of bands can probably say that you know it's like, a really cool feeling going out of it town is it made me emotional like, that's not like necessarily really to say that there's anything super special awesome about clean sweep but there's something super special awesome about the crowd here in myrtle beach that they're going to come out and support a band that they've never heard you know how many scenes have you guys been to where people are coming to support bands that aren't from that town right like, it doesn't that's happen. it's almost it's really special here with you guys so. have, yeah yeah, I think just, I'm blowing a lot of smoke here, but nonetheless, <laughs> like Myrtle Beach is fucking awesome, and we love what you guys are are doing. That means a lot yeah. to hear, and it feels like home when we play here. It really does. Yeah. So you guys we, have we, love it. We, we claim y'all as a local band, by the way. <laughs> and that, and that really means a lot. We, we, we've like talked if, about if, that. If I got a show, I'm like, all right. So when can I put Clean Sweep on something? It's like this will this will be good. And it's so. great too. Fresh Brood is all ages because 
when you play at bars, bars are great too, but everybody there, maybe some people are there for the show, other people are there to drink and socialize and don't really care what you're doing. But at Fresh Brewed, it's all about the show, it's all about the community, it's all about the um, the bands and, and the fans, and, and that's great. We love that. So, a cool story from the last show that we played here, right? And I really hope, you like, at least you were there to see this. I was, yeah, I was, but I like, don't know what happened. Well, I know you were at but, the show, but, yeah. like, once we were done playing, this little, like, four-year-old kid came up to me and was asking for a clean sweep shirt, and we didn't have his size, sadly. Yeah. Um, but then, like, when we were outside, uh, I was talking to Carlson. I can't remember if you were there or not, but he came up to me. He's like, does it hurt your throat when you sing that way <laughs> and i was like well no not if you do it the right way and like he looked at his dad and was like shaking his head he was all into it and everything you know and like i told my wife that she was like subreddit that didn't happen <laughs> so I, I was hoping i had some uh you know it's funny you mentioned there. reddit because i know who you're talking about and they came to that show because they saw it on reddit I posted no that. Shit. What? The dad came to us because I think it was like me and Jimmy and Costin were like taking turns running door, and we were like, we would ask people that we had never because you know we see like some familiar faces, but mm-hmm. if we notice a new face, we're like, where'd you hear about the show? And he said, Oh, Reddit. I saw an all ages show. I figured I'd bring my kids. That's awesome. So, That's fucking so awesome. awesome. Yeah. I posted yeah. about that because I always try to. I do my little uh, judges are Reddit guys. So. Shots in the dark and Reddit, Reddit hoping pretty, that, that pretty something happens. Good. I posted yeah. about us in our emo. And I think they saw it there. Another funny story from our first Fresh Brood show was we played, and at the end of the night, we were, we were kind of chatting out in the parking lot with some other people, and there were some younger kids, and they were, you know, we were just chatting about the show and all that, and I was like, yeah, I hadn't played here since 2008 with my old band, and they were like, 2008, I was in kindergarten, <laughs> and I was like, ooh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Knife in my chest here. That hurt me too. Yeah, Who did you play was... with in 2008. Yeah. So I played with a band called The Dirty White, and uh, my buddy Bill, he came uh, with hey, us Bill. to the pod here too. <laughs> and uh, we used to be in a band called The Dirty White, and we played, I think it was like the one of the very first Fresh Brood shows. When first started off. Yeah. yeah, it was a good. It's good cool time. still here. I mean, yeah, and it's still here, still going, and it's even, even bigger than it was back then, so it's great. They had to be before 2008. Because King's X played there in 2003. They've, they've oh, been, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was a newer place when we played there. In I don't know how long they've been there, but King's X. Oh, that's like King's that Led X Zeppelin there, band. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. And yeah. I don't even think it was a different name because the, they have the flyer in the it bathroom. Still says Fresh Brood. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. I didn't know that. I don't know how long they've been there, but they've been there for. That's impressive. Maybe they like reopen. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably mm. changed hands once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there was a couple times where they didn't always do a lot of shows, but it's been the same people for as long as I can remember. And yeah. That's what I love about it too. Is like they, I love that it's a business that provides a, a cool, safe place for like kids just to come have like a good time and not get into yeah. anything crazy. Just yeah. come enjoy music, be, t- talk with your friends. I like it. it's not. I kind of like it. There's no alcohol there. And it's just, it's just, it's a, just good vibes, and I, I just love that. It's always good to have an all ages spot. Yeah, a place where like kids can yeah, come and a good, things. safe, fun show. And that's just good, ah, clean, just fun. Good, clean, sweet, fun. Yeah. Good, clean, sweet. Yeah, I just I love it. They do a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, they do a lot of like community outreach stuff. And that's like awesome that, so. too. Yeah, yeah. providing so, stuff for like homeless people and oh great. Like, they do the NA meetings, AA meetings, stuff like that. So awesome. they're like a really good community hub for all that sort of 
good stuff. Shout out to Fresh Brew. Shout out to Fresh Brew. Also, shout out Miss Fish because the place next door. Uh, is, oh, yeah. That place yeah, yeah, yeah. is popping, dude. Some of the best fish tacos okay, yeah. I've ever had. And Christian, this is a shout out to their true customer service, too. Christian left a pick on the floor. <laughs> it fell out of my pocket. <laughs> fell out of his pocket. The waitress comes next door. Is this your pick? <laughs> Amazing. True story. Shout out. Yeah, shout big out, shout right. out so, yeah. big shout out so Mrs. anyway Fish. Mrs. Fish is great too bad she's married man oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah Mr. Fish <laughs> yeah. there was another restaurant in Myrtle Beach called Mr. Fish <laughs> was there really? yeah I don't think they were I, I don't know maybe they had a falling out maybe but, maybe you know. split it was good though it was good though it was great times Yeah. Andrew worries me when he gives the computer this look Oh, I, was, I had like an update. No, we uh, haven't been recording for the last thirty minutes. No, that, yeah. is, that has happened. <laughs> yeah, that this, has happened more than this once. section out. I was just I had a notification about my disc being full. Oh, but okay. it's fine. Yeah, hey, it's fine. Th- you've got you've given that crash. look to. The, well, usually you say, "Oh fuck" or something <laughs> like that. But like, you give that computer a look, and I always get I always get a little worried that something went awry. So, um, you guys have. 12 more songs recorded or or you guys recorded 12 we've songs released still some we've, we've released recorded. three of the 12 now there are some older ones lingering from the past uh iteration of the band tanner do you want to talk about is it basement eyes coming up next or what's what's on maybe next? we we don't really know yet but so we we're thinking maybe an ep next with maybe two or three new songs on it I guess I don't know. Nothing's set in stone yet, though. Um, what kind of sucks about it too is like we've been uh, like we've been writing new music, and because we wrote this with older members, it's kind of like some of the songs have phased out. They're not really us anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's also like well, we got the songs recorded. Do we go ahead and drop them? You know. We yeah. we discussed that the other day. Like, there's two or three where we're like, this doesn't really fit what we do now, but they're kind of good songs. Yeah, so, yeah they're still good songs. Anyway. We want to get them out, but we've also been writing a lot of new stuff that's not recorded that we're kind of anxious to go record. I know there's like three at least that we're really wanting to go back into the studio. Um, I'll tell this story since my buddy Bill is here, but um, we got a song. It's called new song. It's called Eat Shit and Live, Bill. It's from <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. I don't know if you guys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eat shit and live, Bill. Just die, Bill. Ricky. Angela. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about that the other day. And so we we're anxious to get that one out. We've got one called Celebrate. If you've seen us live, you've heard us play Celebrate. That one's been around for a little while now. Um, looking forward to getting that one out here. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> After we were rudely interrupted by uh, me unplugging something, Steve, um, it's Steve Jobs' fault again. Uh, Tanner, you were about to uh, uh, oh, yeah. convey an idea you had. He's yeah, drop yeah, some yeah. For our news new here. material, and uh, so I haven't got any of the other guys' approvals on this, but I've been watching a bunch of like '80s flicks lately, and I've noticed like there's these one-liners that just stand out. I think we should like do an EP and just every song be a one-liner from an 80s movie like the title you know? <laughs> that'd, be cool. that'd be cool right like eat shit and live Bill um, I had a, I had a note on my phone with all these one-liners but uh, like um, from the outsiders pity the back seat mm. yeah you know that, I think that'd be cool that'd right? be fun yeah I like it. Have a whole '80s movie themed EP. Just make it all. Yeah. Just make it a concept record. Fuck it. Emo ice. Yeah. Pills. 
Just go ahead and make it a concept album. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. The Black Parade Part Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Do you think we would get a cease and desist if you we did better that? believe that? Uh, maybe. I mean, I'd not. welcome it. I you mean, know? they'll never fucking hear it, right? I don't know. I mean, I guess as long as they don't know about it, they won't do it. It's when like, I was, we had, we had some friends uh, release something and get a cease and desist order because they actually reached well, the thing, out to the yeah, company. they reached out to the guy. They reached out to the company <laughs> instead of just doing it. And like, they probably wouldn't have seen it. They the wouldn't have right. seen it. Yeah. No. Well, um, like, just imagine this big orchestral opening, and then you hear "When I Was a Young Man." <laughs> Boom! <laughs> the Black Parade Part Two. You can just you can play that keyboard part, but just play like on accordion, like a ro- yeah, on accordion. <laughs> All right, it's happening. I'm it's, here. It'll for fall it. under parody law. There you go. There we go. Yeah. We'll do the Weird Al version of. Yeah. That's yeah. right. All Ernest movies. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. All the Ernest movies. <laughs> <laughs> Africa school. Hey, Vern. <laughs> you yeah, for right that's going yeah, on. I met him. Uh, when I was younger at a Planet Hollywood in New York City, and he was a dick. You know, he's dead. We, right? People were wanting to get his autograph, and he was acting upset about it. It's like, dude, you are eating in a Planet Hollywood in New York City. And you're getting upset that people are recognizing you. Like, what? What did you think was going to happen, Vern? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Anyway, I did not bother him. So uh, there's a, a new album on the way, right? On the way. On the way. We hope we've got a lot of songs to get through out of these 12 to release. We're going to re-release. So if you look on our current Spotify, there's a couple of songs. There's there's one called Stick Around, which is a popular one in the set. Volumes. Volumes. And um, there's one called Untitled. And those will be replaced with newer recordings. Oh. Yeah. So... uh, we're going to Tanner's re-release version. those songs. Yeah, yeah the Tanner's, Tanner's version. I'm going to wear like a purple dress and fucking <laughs> flip my hair, you know? No, um, but I, what we kind of discussed is uh, we might drop it in kind of like an EP format and then, you know, wipe the older songs, um, just have it with the new lineup, uh, the new versions of it. And There's a few changes you know, here and there. A few changes, yeah. Changes. We'll say when I joined the band, Tanner sent me the pre-pro stuff, and I remember thinking, dude, your old drummer was incredible. And he's like, oh, that's pre- that's all like program drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what really sucks is like, so there was about, I'd say a month and a half gap when the other members left and when Josh first came to see what we were all about. And like, you know, Josh had been practicing. He was ready and everything. Christian and I were not ready to play with a new drummer. And like, <laughs> I know afterwards, Josh, Josh had to go home and be like, I guess they'll get there. <laughs> Who are these fucking kids? They sent yeah. me the pre-pro. I was like, these guys are serious. Yeah. I better come ready. Yeah, uh, and he gets there, and it's like so fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum and a fucking sitar, you know? <laughs> so, But we're here now. We're here now, and we are on the Windley pod. He stayed yeah, on the Windley pod. pinnacle of where a band wants to be. Yeah. We made it, boys. I'm just glad you guys didn't do the hit piece on us. The hit piece. Wait, what's yeah, this? Yeah, I figured we were gonna come up and you were gonna like bring shit from. Oh, a, a gotcha. Yeah, oh, yeah, gotcha. Go. We got a gotcha. 
So yeah. we reached out to one of your former members for a comment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but he wrote all the songs he, and you stole them. Yeah. Want to elaborate on that. One? So what's what's next on the horizon for Wendley? So what, there's this a, is the clean no, 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 yeah. yeah. This is y'all's. This is y'all's thing. People that follow us know our bullshit. You know, they want we want to know about y'all. It's bullshit. just deflecting. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, where where'd you guys record? Uh, so we record with Soundforce recording Soundforce. Um, yeah Lakeview. he's a little independent yeah. guy out of lakeview south carolina we're outside dylan home of the gators yeah yeah he's, he's uh, uh he's got a spot and he i think he does a pretty incredible job shout out you to cody cody oh, k-o-t-y like we, we went in Co-tex. and he he had he he built he took it he shelled out an empty building and he built everything the wiring the air conditioning all the soundproofing the vocal booth all with his own two hands and it's all professional level like he studied his butt off that's cool and he knows he, he has a whole pro tools rig set up everything you'd you can re, a, a professional band could go in there and record no problem and he knows what he's doing and he's always so patient and just a great guy and like shout out cody shout yeah. out cody. Cody. big shout out the invisible Ooh. member of the band it sounds yeah. really like all that stuff you have uploaded sounds like really really good i had the same question i was wondering where they went and recorded to does he like play a role as far as like producing? Kind of like we talked to Daryl Cherry, who's a producer around here. He gives a lot of insight to uh, people he works with. Does he do the same for you guys? He's kind of like the fifth Beatle in a yeah. way. Yeah, he kind of yeah. So George Martin. Yeah, he's like yeah. the George Martin, and in, in some ways he he gives some ideas on like uh, keys. Like if we needed like some like some keys in a chorus or something yeah, in the background and, and stuff, stuff like that, or he'll keep us. He well, helps keep us in track on some um, something like when we're maybe we're a little little pitchy on some things. He'll he'll help us autocorrect. And I know Tanner, he's, he's just some guitar stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to undermine Cody at all because we'll go in and um, you know. So we do pre production before we record all this stuff, and I may have like a shell of a song, you know. And before we know it, we've dug into a song for the last eight hours and just built this completely new song out yeah. of it. So. I mean, he's just super talented. He's a great musician, great producer. He plays on the record. He plays That's on the record. He, he does. Play on the record. Yeah, he does yeah. play, we had, uh, you know, with work and everything, we were only able to get on on the weekends sometimes. So because of that, the guitar, that we had so many guitar tracks per song that the guitar work was, because it had to be due to timing, it was divided up amongst me, Tanner, and Cody. And Cody would because we had such a great history with him, he was the only person we trusted, and it felt right having him on the record on a musical level. It felt like he belonged on it. So yeah, so yeah. But shout out to Cody, dude. Once Big again, shout out. Yeah. So yeah, Sound Force recordings. I recommend them. <laughs> shout out Sound Force. <laughs> I don't know where you can find him though, because he's, I don't. He's think got he's social got a, media. Does he have social yeah, media? He's on. Okay. Facebook at least. Okay. Two hundred dollars a song too. That's what he charged us for mixing, yeah, mastering. Really now everybody's going to be like banging on his door. <laughs> hey, you said two hundred dollars for a song. Why you charge me five hundred? <laughs> Good job, Christian. You Sorry, did, we just lost yeah. our fucking producer. <laughs> you guys know anybody? <laughs> it's great. So we don't have any more shows this year that I know of. Yeah, no. so I guess I guess it's a good time to address this too. Um, you know, we we are taking a little bit of a break right now. Just spending some time with our families over the holidays and you know i haven't been posting much on social media for the band but i think uh you know we we played a good bit of shows this this summer and did a good bit of releasing and i think we all kind of want to wind down a little bit until maybe the beginning of the year when we're ready to release some new material 
the cool. ground running. Yeah, we've got so, a show. Was it January nineteenth at Art Bar, and then January twentieth in Raleigh? Nice. Yeah. So if if you're not seeing any posts from Clean Sweep, it's not that we don't love you. We just we're fucking tired. You know, <laughs> very understandable. <laughs> yeah. Girlfriends and wives are getting mad yeah. at us. And if like, somebody wants us to play, you know, hey, hit us up. We'll we might can we might can do we might can, might can, might can do it. Might can might can make it happen. But we're gonna release some more stuff, and assume we need to go into the studio at some point to lay down these other ones we've got we've got to finish one uh, but we'll probably go in and track three three more songs but yeah we'll start steadily releasing some more stuff and maybe record time after time and maybe record so maybe we'll go in and track four maybe we need to go and track by four. popular demand time that's after time I mean, it really is by popular cool. demand mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, exciting I'm glad uh, to have discovered you guys uh, I didn't discover you but uh, in a personal way, back in January, because <laughs> uh, I didn't, I missed one of the shows, but the both shows I've seen, it's 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 a, it's a good time, solid tunes. Uh, they all provide something uh, kind of interesting, like like a, in a groove sense. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I always have fun when the clean sweep comes around. Well, I think you gotta, you know, we try to treat every song like it's gonna be a single. So you know that's why I think everything has its own yeah. unique and then, groove. And, and, uh, What's the Notre Dame score right now? <laughs> I, I, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, what? Do you have it though? I can find out. <laughs> okay. I thought I had it on. So. This is a sports minute on Winnie Mania. I was going to mention that uh, with your uh, your front man, your front mannerisms. Is that a, is that a <laughs> That's word? That's a new your word. Like that. I'll <laughs> take that. You're, uh, you that. you 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 require a lot of uh, involvement from the. Well, you don't require, but you encourage it. He engages yeah, very you're, well. You're very good mm-hmm. at that. The engaging. Oh yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I know when I'm at a show, like I want to feel like the band's there for me in a sense, right? So like, I guess the top of shows. I don't enjoy is when a band goes up there, they play their songs, and they just get the fuck out, right? I want it to be an experience. If I want to just hear your music, I'd mm-hmm. probably just listen to you on Spotify. Could've just stayed home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, and I think people enjoy that, too. You know, you got the vocalist up in your face, and then you get to come up and talk to them afterwards, and, you know, you feel like a part of the whole experience. And also, I'm like a, just a fucking lunatic on stage. I don't know what it is. You know, I do a lot of cocaine. So no, he does not. I want on record. He does not. There's, I want to say I appreciate, drug that. Free I appreciate that about you, Tanner. That you don't do cocaine. That you don't yes. do cocaine. Yes. But yes. that I do a lot of cocaine. He, he does yes. not. You know, in a lot of bands, he shares. especially a lot of local bands, you guys have played in. You know, there's usually the lead singer either is bound to an instrument. Or either shies away from the spotlight, and I appreciate Tanner that you embrace the spotlight and and get out there and and really uh, you know put in the work that you know honestly it, it can be a little awkward you know to to most most of us people in bands you know you don't really it's harder to you know to find that side of yourself to to go out there and and really just own the crowd. Because there's always like some self consciousness that I mean, we're musicians. We go out there, we play shows, and it's always kind of like, are they gonna like us? Are we are we doing good? Do I look cool? Do I look cool right now? <laughs> Where's my leather jacket? Are we gonna go crush this? And so to actually just go out there and own it, hats off to you, Tanner, to go out there and own it. Whether there's three people or a hundred people, 
Let's go out there and uh, do your thing. Well, that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't think that fuzzy highly ever. You know, I, I don't think that highly ever. I mean, it could just be <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe it's the cocaine, but... You know. <laughs> I'll bring you back down to earth. <laughs> By the way, Christian is an alcoholic. I want that on record. <laughs> Mom, I promise I'm not. Uh, just a little bit. He only drinks before church. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Christian's mom listens to this. She is. <laughs> she's make sure to this. She's already asked. So make sure for, you send me the podcast. <laughs> so I'll never forget. Like we released Untitled, uh-huh. and you know the main lyric in Untitled is "God damn you, right?" And I'll never forget. Christian just joined the band, and he comes over for practice one night. And he's like, "Dude, my mom listened to it." She's like, "Honey, it sounds really good, but..." Did you really have to say that word so much? Did you have to swear? And I told her where you're putting out a song. She's like, I don't mind swearing. Just promise me it's not going to be GD. And I'm like, oh, mom, it's the only word in the seven. <laughs> it's, it's, the only word, yeah. it's almost like it's we wrote the, it in it spite of chorus in, entirely. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Good times, though. Well, the. Uh, we're figuring out what's, uh, what's coming out new musically as far as album EP. Show in January. And uh, what, what? Anything else? What? What's? What's the end game for the clean sweep? What do you guys want? To work at KFC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably do that. Well, you can probably do that. Yeah, uh, I think so. Easier. It's obtainable at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got interview yeah. next week, so hopefully it goes well. Hell yeah. <laughs> there we go. Josh is actually interviewing with the colonel. <laughs> with the colonel, he's Far interviewing. Back from the dead. I'm going to be the colonel. That's what I was interviewing. We broke the news. Josh is interviewing to be the colonel. Wow. And I'm going to step down as the colonel. <laughs> okay. We're bringing back extra crispy and the uh, popcorn chicken if what I'm in charge. What was the thing that you, what was the one that you always... The buffalo chicken snacker. Done. The, yeah, you better done. believe it, bud. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> it was the, the best back. Uh, item on their menu, and then they took it away. Love. Is that why you hate KFC so much? That's Is not it? why I hate KFC, but it's definitely a, uh, a it large built the, a factor, a factor. Added to the resentment. Yeah, it, it was a it was a moment in my life where I was like, things just go away and they never come back. You know, it was kind of like you know you're learning about death as like you know, <laughs> whenever you know you're like, oh, you just you you just stop and that's it, and that's how it was when. I learned about my mortality through that sandwich. Yeah. First grandma, now the <laughs> so, buffalo chicken snacker. It's yeah. just, just one thing after another. Yeah. So, life, is, life sucks. I, I know we started the the podcast off with, with this whole KFC talk, and I feel like we can't close it out until we know the lore behind your hatred for KFC. Like, it would feel you unfitting. I feel like we're getting closer. Like, yeah, they it's took just, away the buffalo just, chicken it's, snacker. It's not very much a, a, a lore. It's just more of like a... Uh, it's like a long relationship, you know. Every again, I after that it was just like, all right, KFC, that's that's quite the choice you decided to make, and it, things just started to change, and you know, it, it was almost like a, a, a long relationship going sour. You know, everything starts off great in the beginning, and <laughs> you know, it's stars you, in your eyes. And yeah, you the don't. Honeymoon phase. Yeah, the honeymoon phase, and then you know. The buffalo chicken snacker face. You meet their parents. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, we need to talk find about their, settling down. Find their bathroom habits. You meet yeah. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Taking out towels and, together. And, yeah. I feel like we need to to build at least build this KFC lore 
you know. What and do that, you mean with the lore? With the lore? There's, there's, there's got to be, be a fucking lore, lore dude. Like <laughs> it was. You got There has to be a night where you puked up a fucking chicken leg or something. Oh no, I have a very, uh, 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 I have a very strong stomach. Oh, uh, so you can eat the whole chicken I leg can and eat not the chicken, pick it but up. I'm not going to be happy about it. No, it's like diff- the bone and all, whole chicken leg. Yeah, you know, I slurp them bones down. Word. Them bones. And I'm talking about one ah. whole chicken leg. The, the chicken on the bone. Bone and all. Are you a marrow guy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to prove a point? Yeah. I won't be happy about it. <laughs> and, you know, I'll try. Like, sometimes they'll put out, like, you know, the new gimmick item. Like a new specialty item. And, I'll, and it'll pique my interest because it's like... Hey, I haven't talked to you in a minute. You know, I, I, it's usually like You're sending those, that UOP text. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those. I'm, you know, maybe a, a bit inebriated, and it's like you, know, you, you start thinking about them, and you try to reach out and. You get you the just, fucking Nashville this- chicken tenders, and you're like, "Wow, this is like they mixed uh, kerosene and ketchup. This yeah. is terrible." But um, oh, while we're here, you guys are you guys are band guys. So, what's your favorite? <laughs> Post show meal, probably sheets. Sheets, yeah. Okay, but like we don't have sheets in South Carolina, so it sucks. Yeah. So, so yeah, what about yeah? You're having a show around here. What are you eating? We usually hit I just go home or go home. Waffle home House is the yeah. But then like everyone else goes to Waffle House. We used to go to so Denny's a lot. We used to hit Denny's, closed, but Denny's started yeah. like much like KFC. The quality diminished, yeah. and it was a long term relationship going sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We the Denny's Grand Slam and just all went to shit. Well, they stopped being like they stopped being open like all night. Yep. Can we a have a bit. show in a Denny's like that? Like uh, that video. That video. <laughs> Let's open up this pit, Denny's. Which Denny's closed down at the beach, didn't it? We had a couple closed down, but I think there's like yeah. we got one left. I haven't been in a while. Because the one on the north end, we I was about to walk in the door, and the health rating was a red C, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that C is short for quality. <laughs> I thought cigarette butts in your food. Mm. Did you know the diner one? The yeah, one? that was the diner one. That's yeah. a different place now. Yeah. It's actually really good. It's really yeah. Mm-hmm. King the, Sushi across the street is my favorite restaurant. That place period. is good too. Yeah. Shout Did out. you Shout guys out know? Shout out to local restaurants. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you guys know that Sonic closes their drive-through after ten? Oh, I didn't know that. Why? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, right? That's we, stupid. We tried when we played in Columbia, not last time, but the time before. We went to go get uh, Sonic, and they only had. Wait, no, I may have said that wrong. It's the drive-in that's closed. The drive-through is open. Yeah, drive-through is open, but the uh, drive-in is closed. Hmm. What? Why? That's that's messed You'd up. have to ask Sonic. Yeah, that's John yeah. Sonic. Probably <laughs> answers to that question. I'm just going to go fucking I'm gonna Colonel on uh, Sonic now. The Taco <laughs> Bell is my after show food of choice. I love I love good Hell. Taco Bell. It's only good after a show. I don't know about normally, but after a practice, <laughs> late at night, Taco Bell hits. Can't go wrong. So where can we find the clean sweep stuff on the internet and the whatnot? So mainly you can, the internet. Any kind of streaming service, Spotify. Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, I think we're on Deezer too. Deezer is the one. What? Yeah. Deezer. We, I, I think we're is. on Deezer. What is that? Title. I know we're on Title. Oh, yeah. I don't, we, I don't know if we pay for the mastering English, on, on Title. Like, oh, the deluxe Dolby Atmos? Yes. I don't, got the Atmos I don't think version we like on Title. Yeah, I don't think we do that. But, anyways, yeah, we're on Title, Deezer. I think we're on Deezer. Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. Then socials are uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. What are those ads? We just changed it to be a little easier to find, and it's now called... At Clean Sweet Band SC. Okay. Because all the other 
at Clean Sweep. Taken by the old band members. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Taken by cleaning yeah. companies. In yeah. a sabotage yeah. attempt. There's also a band called Clean Sweep in Germany. Mm. Yeah. So don't get us confused with them. I mean, it'd be kind of tough, but still, don't do that. And actually, they hit me up on Instagram not too long ago and really? said, hey, we like your music. <laughs> That's pretty Sweet. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's Kindred Spirits. There was another band. It was Cold Spine. That was on the podcast like a, over a year ago, and same thing. There was a German band called Cold Spine, but oh. he didn't have as positive of an outlook on it. Oh wow! R.I.P. Uh, Aaron, yeah. but he had some harsh words. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight for it? No, yeah. Clean Sweep Germany are our boys. We're uh, gonna go on tour with them in Sweet. Dufert, Germany. I like that. We're not really Clean Sweep and Clean Sweep. Cleanest. Yeah. Cleaner, cleaner, clean cleaner. You'll be swept clean away. Swept yeah. You'll be swept away at the clean sweep show. Right. And actually, I think we're going to start incorporating uh, this into like our merch or something. But you sell brooms. For real, I've recommended that before. But we uh, at our first uh, Myrtle Beach show, there's a clip. We played a song, and afterwards, somebody yells out "Squeaky Clean." Squeaky Clean. <laughs> and I think that needs to be the new clean sweep motto. Squeaky yeah. clean. Squeaky clean. Would you guys buy a squeaky clean shirt? I would shirt? buy a squeaky sure. clean. Yeah, if you had like, if it looked like some kind of advertising. Like Mr. Yeah. Clean with like a lip ring or something? We do need to do a Mr. Clean inspired clean sweep we'll shirt. We'll get so soon, it's so worth it. You guys yeah. got to do the Darlington Raceway one too, for sure. Oh yeah, we need like a racing one inspired one. You got to do the one, Darlington yeah. Speedway logo. With all the 90s, 90s vibes, yeah. Mullet I'm here mustache. for. Yeah. <laughs> like the wall at Darlington, but it's clean sweep instead. Mm. like that. Now we're getting business. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. You can have a clean sweep car that looks like the Tide car. Yeah. Shirt or so. Well, <laughs> at Clean Sweep Band SC to find more of the Clean Sweep. They have a bunch of singles out. And you should go do that. So thank you guys for hanging out on the Windley Mania, man. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks thank for having you, us. Guys. Guys. A lot. Scene's uh, been great to us. Wrap really this up. Go yeah. get us a big old bucket of KFC. <laughs> I'm not eating KFC. No, we're not doing that. But, uh, I have to. Hey, Bill, did you want to say anything? I like turtles. There you go. Squeaky clean! Yeah. You heard it here first. Thanks for having us, everybody. uh, Again, Clean Sweep, thanks a lot for hanging out, guys. Really appreciate it. Up seven? Up seven? Yeah. Where are they at in the game? First quarter. Still right now? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. It is only eight o'clock. All right. So, yeah, uh, if you want to follow at Windley underscore band as well for all the Windley crap. But most Windy. importantly, what you have to do, if you want to see bands, maybe like Windley, but yeah. more, maybe more so like Clean Sweep, you have to go to at Myrtle Beach shows where they have all the stuff about shows in Myrtle Beach. There's more shows in Myrtle Ooh. Beach, but there's nothing like a Myrtle Beach show. Nothing like it. So like at it. Myrtle Beach shows, and we got some uh, shows lined up real quick. Uh, November 18th at the Fresh Brewed Coffee House, uh, Savant, Christian Gill, Bisky Christ, Bubba Graham, and Frank the Frog. Shout uh, out Frank the Frog. Shout out. Yeah. Ribbit. My tadpole from a dad hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, November nineteenth at the uh, Next Level Fitness Gym, the uh, the it's like a toy drive, right? I believe it's like a benefit today, show, yeah. toy drive. Nice, sort of but thing. Uh, Restless Spirit, Hymns of Blasphemy, Bathsheba, and someone else that he announced. But that's uh, it's not all. It's not on that flyer, but it got announced. Okay. so you'll be able to find it. So November nineteenth at the Next Level Fitness Gym, and uh, November twenty sixth at Arcadia Studios, Rat Poison, Intimidator, Quiet. Warning Order and Dead Friends uh, at Arcadia Studios. 
And by the time this comes out, we might have a couple other shows yeah, announced. December sixteenth. Uh, December sixteenth. There's going to be a show. Uh, At Fresh Brew. And there's uh, there's probably more. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. I don't know any. I just know December sixteenth. I mean, we're going to have a show also. I just don't know when. Oh, we're in like January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be in January. I don't know where. Keep it out. It'll be at Fresh Brood. In January, okay. there's a Winley show so at Fresh Brood. I forgot the date or else I'd say it right now. All right. So look out right. for that. It's probably announced. If it's announced, go there. If it's not announced, be ready to go there. Yeah. I'm ready. Do you guys have anything else intelligent to say? Thank you for welcoming us and just, just an awesome scene. Thank you. It, it, we're, we're, it's an honor to be a part Very of it. We felt so loved and it's just happy to be here. Sweet. Support local music. Absolutely. Support, support Christian and his AA meetings. I need it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I know a place. <laughs> Fresh Brood. Fresh 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 Shout out to Fresh Brood, man. Always there Thanks, when you guys. need him. So thanks again. Clean Sweep. And again, follow at uh, Windley underscore band for all more all the Windley crap because a bunch of Windley crap. Yeah, probably and, a song uh, or two out by now. That's it. Go find it. All right, Devin. Let's get, hey, man. Let's get out of here. Bro. Let's get out of here. Let's fucking hey, blow it. Let's, uh, let's hit the bricks. Yeah, How yeah. about it? Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.